0: holds up his hand and says, I just heard a door slam. And he points towards the office. It's like, weapons up. And he raises his rifle to his shoulder and makes his way towards the office. You make your way through this mud room. What does Relic and Ryan do? I'm going to follow closely behind. Yeah, ball spot. Dibs on the left flank. Relic takes the right flank. Who has the lowest stealth out of you three? I've got 50. Looks like it might be Romeo. 50. 10, yeah. That's yeah. Go ahead and roll pieces. your your stealth. <laughs> and I'll. Does this. This our stealth <laughs> compensate? <laughs> so I failed at a 47 of 10. Oh, man. So as you three make your way through this dining area, this mudroom and dining area, back into the living area, you hear a voice, one you don't recognize, don't see anybody. Remember, the lights are all on, but you hear it from basically around the corner, beyond the staircase, back towards where that office was. Hey, is it—is that you there, Alan? Anybody there? do okay did we know the names of anybody other than the young lady no I don't think another guy told us hello is anybody there I, I'm armed Rangers oh th- thank God s- s- something who's this something's happened there's 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 blood everywhere who is this who am I talking to I can't see you where where are you put your hands around the corner just to show me you got no weapons. I ain't doing that. I, I, I don't see you. I don't see a badge. I see, I don't see nothing. My, my name's Colin. My name's Colin. I, I'm a friend I'm a friend of the family. Sir we're, law, sir, we're law enforcement. Please step out. I need to see a badge. I'm just going to sit tight right here until I see a badge. There's blood everywhere. And my ha, name's ha, Colin Manning.
1: And how do you propose we show you a badge from around a corner?
0: Well, if you're law enforcement, you step on out. You show me your faces. You show me your badge. <laughs> you think we're going to do that? Fuck it. Romeo walks around the corner with his weapon up. He's like, I'm armed, as he's he's walking forward. I'm armed, and I will shoot if there's any funny business. You turn around the corner, and you're standing basically at the foot of the stairs, looking down the hall that leads to that office that you guys searched so thoroughly, and you see a figure there in the hallway. Light's been turned off. It's dark there. It's wearing a pretty thick jacket and a hunter's cap that covers his ears a man you've again never seen before he's gangly he's got kind of a thin beard he's holding a handgun in his right hand and he has a laptop tucked under his left arm is it the laptop from the office you can't tell from here it's pretty dark but it's an inference romeo can make if he wants to make it Mm -hmm. so what are you doing here i'm a friend of the family I, i i've been unable to get in touch we were supposed to to meet tonight to 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 hang out and, and nobody was answering, so I, I drove up here myself. He's yelling still from this uh, this darkened hallway where he's leaning against it. Put the gun down. All right, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll put I'll put it to my holster. I'm I'm slow now. See him. Okay. Place it in a hip holster underneath his his bulky jacket. Okay. Romeo takes the hunting rifle from his shoulder and just holds it out and walks forward and produces his fake ID that he was given. Oh wait, no, that wasn't law enforcement, was it? It's an ID. So during your little intro, you had a Texas driver's license, a poor forgery that was in that, uh, you you didn't bring that with you. No, I didn't, okay, okay. Ah, fuck it, he just produces his FBI. You see all this blood everywhere? He steps out into the light.
1: Yep. this is a
0: crime scene. What what happened here? He's looking behind you, you can see his eyes moving. I heard some others. I don't know, you heard some others? I heard others with you. He's looking behind you. Oh, yes. My colleagues. We clear. Yeah, clear.
1: All right. Relic comes around the corner.
0: These are my ranger colleagues. I'm FBI. He says as he's holding up his badge and he puts it away. Look, uh, this is a crime scene. You shouldn't be here. This isn't a crime uh, scene. He looks over at the horror show. This this isn't a crime scene. This is a hor- horrific attack. Look at that. There's there's something out there. Some sort of some sort of bear. What makes you say that? He looks over wide eyed at the gore in the living room looks back at you. He seems speechless. Anyhow, I think we're more qualified to uh, determine what did this. Sir, we're gonna have to ask you to leave. And he gets a closer look. Is that the laptop? It looks like it, yeah. And sir, we need you to leave that laptop here. That's uh property of the deceased. He looks down at it. Oh no, this is mine. We don't know that, sir. It was here before you had your hands on it. So if it is yours, it's now part of evidence. He shakes his head, he walks uh, away from you towards the kitchen island that again is covered with blood. Thinks better of it. Romeo follows him. Sets it on a clean counter. Do you,
2: do you know anything about the work, the I guess Alan was was doing here?
0: This is this vacation place. Uh, I mean, I helped him finish a portion of the cabin years ago. That's how we became friends, how, how we know one another. But I mean, this is his home away from his work as far as I know. What's your laptop doing here at his house? We know each other well, we're good friends. That doesn't explain anything. Must have left it here last time I was visiting.
1: Mm. Relic tries to get a sense of whether he's lying or hiding something. Sure. Roll human. You can
0: roll a human intelligence if you'd like. Right, let's do it. 31 out
1: of 53.
0: He seems all too at ease with the gore that he is surrounded with. The way he just nonchalantly pads his way through his bearing here. He just seems too at ease for your for your liking,
1: Relic. And we're all in the kit kitchen right now is that right chris
0: you're yeah you're basically all facing him he's in the kitchen he's just set the laptop down on a clean counter not the island that's covered with blood
1: all right relic's gonna move around to this his side so that he, we're not so kind of partially surround him i guess or just get on, go over to the side
0: you can move over basically between him and the exit door that would yeah. be this that would the, be the side the okay. entryway basically
1: yeah. yeah let's do that he'll relic will position sure. himself between between him and the sure. door sounds good
2: chris I mm-hmm. want to do something that only makes sense if I also have like the same kind of intuition that relic did so can I also ro- roll human t-
0: sure human intelligence
2: otherwise <clears throat> and then I failed so I can't justify some my next
0: some actions. hick has ro- wandered into your investigation and is gonna is about to ruin everything is how you feel Ryan. okay Mayo says so what was your plan for tonight well we're just gonna have some beers and shoot the shit where're the kids look uh. Where's Jeff? Where's Tiffany? Where's Pam? He cranes his neck and he looks at the the body lit up now with all the lights on in the living room. My God, that's that's Alan, isn't it? Yeah, Romeo's getting creeped out by him. Um, can I also roll a human? Sure. Success, 6383. He's uh really hamming it up with, with being horrified at the blood. Mm-hmm. And what time were you supposed to meet with him tonight? I mean, I've been calling all day. We were supposed to meet earlier today. You've been calling what? He... he First about, I, I don't understand the question. Whose cell phone? Well, Alan's, what's wrong with you? He looks at you, his, his eyes are screwed up. And would you mind calling it right now? Uh, well, I don't really good good service right here. Uh, I'm on, he shakes his head. I'll give it a go, pulls out his phone. And Romeo pulls out his phone as well. He's gonna say, uh, say the numbers as you're uh, dialing and I'll try as well. Uh, well, that's not gonna work if we both call at the same time. Well, if I have better service, I'll give mine a call. If yours doesn't work. I'll call first. He types in. Please do the numbers. He shows it to you. You can see it's calling. Goes to voicemail still. Is there a dial? Go straight or it goes straight to voicemail? There's ring, but it goes. It goes to voicemail still. He says he's getting. You can see here he's getting annoyed with your questions. Awesome. <laughs> Romeo tries. Yeah, it rings and goes okay. to voicemail. Okay, good. But we don't hear any ring. Okay.
1: So how close do you live?
0: Uh, I I own the the plat two, uh, the, the plat two over. So, uh, about 30 acres down.
1: What's the address there?
0: Why are you asking me all these questions? Cuz this is obviously a crime scene. Yeah, we found well, Yeah, one I one I stumbled into of, of my my friend it looks like. He looks he looks over at the dead body again. Yeah, we're just trying to get all the information, we're trying, we're just doing I don't our know job, what sir. happened here. Sir, I don't know just, what happened here.
1: We're just doing our job, sir. There's no need to get upset.
0: Oh, just, I don't have to give you I don't have to give you any information about about my address. Sure you do. If you want to get your laptop back.
1: And I don't think you want us coming back with a warrant. It'd just be a lot easier if you told us your address. Look, I don't need it for nothing, just for the, just for the logs, okay? It's 23 just... Lewis Lane. Thank you. Did I see a Lewis Lane when I was studying those maps, or did they even have road names
0: on them? Yeah, you, you've you seen all sorts of road names. Okay, so, all right, so. Look, uh, what was your name again? Colin. Colon, that's right, Colin. Well, Colin, I understand that you had plans and that you, uh, you called and you couldn't get a hold of him. We're not hearing the phone anywhere here in the house. That's a problem for us. But um, the worst problem we have here is, is that you're in the middle of a crime scene. And we can't let you go until well, we've covered this whole place. And uh, can't have you touching anything. Now You've already touched that laptop. So if you'll just go ahead and hand that to me. Okay. He picks it back up off the counter and hands it to you. And uh, do you mind telling me the password for this laptop? I do. Okay. That's fine. Uh, Romeo puts it in, in the, uh, backpack that they have, or that he has. Uh, sure. Just do it. Yeah. This is evidence now. We will have it returned to you.
2: Ryan's going to move around behind Colin and say, look around at this room. Some serious shit is going on here.
0: I know. I, I, I'd like to, I'd like to help. I, I'd like to, I, I want to know where the kids are. So do we. How many, how many kids live here? There's Jeff and there's Tiffany. And of course, Alan's, Alan's wife, Pam.
2: Doing a mental inventory of the various bodies we've seen.
0: We're missing Tiffany still.
2: We're still missing. T- well, or Pam, right? I think Pam, Pam was, was in down in the, the base. Yeah, the. Oh. Sub basement.
1: Sir, do you have any reason to believe that someone might want to harm this family?
0: Like that? Like that over there? Who would ever want to do such a thing?
1: And are you aware if anybody else was scheduled to be here tonight? Uh. Hang out and have beers, or it was just you two?
0: It was just me. And what? Uh, what can you tell us that we haven't asked you? Oh, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sorry. I'm kind of. I'm
1: kind of. I'm,
2: I'm. I'm tapped on on ideas. Am I missing something, Chris? Or are we this missing guy, something? This guy is obvious?
0: unnaturally comfortable in this situation sure but. i mean y'all, y'all can read super deep into that and just try to hold him as long as you can but y'all are asking him normal law enforcement questions so he's going to give you normal law enforcement answers so i mean well, if was you want to
2: is like it, i i had wanted to like be a little bit of a rambo with it but i'm trying to like play the character and like my human failed so
0: like i'm not catching on to that fact right you think this guy is ruining your delta green investigation he's a liability as you try to investigate this that's what you think Ryan. So I uh, just want him to leave? Yeah, you want to persuade this guy to get the fuck out of here so you can continue your work. This guy's a rube that just wandered in here and is taking laptops. That's fucking crazy. Like this, what the hell's going on? Get this guy out of here. Romeo says, have you ever been in a basement? Uh, sh- Sure, so where we're, uh, we're, we'll take, uh, after a hunt, we will t- we would take things, take things down there. He looks over at the dead body again. And have you been in the basement under the basement? Uh, wh- wh- what do you mean? with the obelisk have you seen the obelisk i'm not sure what you're talking about well
1: if you've been in the basement you've can i'm gonna roll my
0: human again and see if i can tell if he's sure lying about that or being evasive (coughs) success nine of 83. yeah he's uh his eyes lit up once you said that as if he was scared and now he's trying to hide the fact that he was so
1: i mean if you if you've been in the basement it's kind of hard to miss the uh
0: the entrance to the tunnel right Ryan is going to punch him in the face. (laughs) Uh, You're kind of behind him, so you just hit him in the back of the head, maybe? Sure. All right, go ahead and roll your your unarmed. You can get a 20%. Success. It's not too shabby. Uh, Go ahead and roll your damage. I'm going to knock this guy out. (laughs) No, I don't think I'm going to knock him out. I'm just trying to hurt him. That wasn't bad, though. You slam your fist into the back of his skull, sinking through his red hunter's moose cap and he staggers forward yelling out in pain his teeth gritting down he basically falls headfirst almost toward almost into the chest of romeo romeo what would you like to do romeo's gonna oh, shove him I, back can i say something like a like a hadouken or something what do you want to say when you hit him
2: oh I, okay yes i, I, guess. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> once he's i don't know fallen or whatever i just want to say to him that's my way of telling you that we're not fucking around. We need to understand a little bit better all that you know.
0: Okay, so you start talking after hitting him in the back of the head. He he topples forward into Romeo. Remember, what do you do? Romeo's gonna shove him back. So he spins around a large hunting knife in hand. His teeth gritted, his eyes wide. And as you're talking, Ryan, he lunges towards you. With that knife, you have the opportunity to dodge, fight back, or nothing. If I dodge, am I able to do something afterwards, like shoot at him in the leg? Dodges your whole turn, but you can take what he's dishing and pull out your gun instead. I will fight back. Cool. Go ahead and roll. You're unarmed. Fuck. Failed. Alrighty. He lunges towards you, the hunting knife stabbing deep into your jacket, and you feel a sharp pain in your chest as you're stopped mid-sentence. Relic, you're watching this happen in a split second in front of you. What are you going to do? Bring the uh, the butt of my rifle
1: down on his, or attempt to bring the butt of my rifle down on his head.
0: All right, it's going to be a melee weapons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, critical failure, 55. All right, Romeo, go ahead and roll your dexterity, please. You mean Relic or Romeo? Romeo, go ahead and roll your dexterity, please. Hey! Critical success. Relic's eyes light up as adrenaline starts coursing through his body. He raises the butt of his weapon and swings it forward, missing wildly as Colin Manning is just out of reach. And he swings so hard that he falls off balance straight towards you, Romeo. But you, being the cat like FBI agent that you are, move out of the way, letting him sort of stagger. Past you towards the stairs where he finds himself leaning against the banister. Ryan, you see Colin rip the knife free and try to stab you again. What would you like to do? Dodge. All right, roll a dodge. Success. The knife goes wide and you dodge backwards. You hear it actually, it's fairly large. You hear it whistle through the air, almost like a sword, but uh, it's just a very large buoy style knife. Romeo, you just almost got bowled over by a wayward relic you turn and you see that Colin is like going at ryan you can't really tell from this angle what's happening again this is like flashes of seconds what do you do romeo's gonna take aim with his hunting rifle and say freeze motherfucker all right relic go ahead and roll your dexterity please 49 out of 70 success. You stop yourself from face planting by grabbing onto the banister of the stairs and you right yourself and turn around. And you can see now that Romeo has taken kind of a hip aim towards what looks like a hand to hand near clinch between Ryan and Colin. You know the caliber of that hunting rifle. If he fires it into Colin, will pass through him quite easily as if he's butter. Colin swings at you again, thrusting forward to try to stab you in the stomach, Ryan. What would you like to do? Dodge, fight back, or something else? Dodge. Roll your dodge. Failed. He failed as well. So you both are still struggling, almost face to face, as he tries to stab you. You move your body to the side. He twists his hand forward. The knife does not meet your flesh, but it does go through part of your jacket, revealing the stuffing inside. Romeo, he has not frozen, motherfucker, in your words. Yeah. Romeo realizes the situation is not ideal for a fucking hunting rifle, so uh, he's gonna hit him in the back of the head with with the butt of the hunting rifle. Cool. Melee weapons.
1: (laughs) Oh no.
0: Woof! Critical failure 99 of 30. What? (laughs) You go ahead and raise the weapon up. You bring it down into this melee in front of you. (laughs) And you hit Ryan in the side of the head. He's yelps in pain i don't get a second and dodge <laughs> i i had to roll for all of that because it was a critical oh, fail got it, got yeah it. sorry man i i gave you okay. i gave you it's a chance good. but it's a <laughs> fucking critical fail it just sucks so yeah if you start hitting two dudes like that are almost in a clinch you have a good chance of hitting the wrong one especially it's in split seconds it happens i'm all about it though this is it's wonderful. something i would do Relic, you're now righted. You see Romeo hitting these two guys that are trying to wrestle this knife away, maybe. You you can't really tell how it's going. Looks like it's getting messy and it could go to the ground at any moment, which that'll be even more chaotic. What do you do? (laughs) Relic goes to the
1: ground first and lays down.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I win. Me first.
1: Uh, If I was to go for another attempt at hitting this guy in the head with the butt of the gun, am I in a position to do that or am I too far away now? You can absolutely do that. All right, cool. Relic is gonna say, is, is gonna go for it, and he, he kind of mutters under his breath, "Jeff, got my gun," and then he kind of looks at himself like, "What? What did I just say? That's weird." And he gets—he's confused, but he still goes for the—goes uh, for the hit. All right. Does he add
2: anything to it, Chris? Because of the sass?
0: The plot armor? Jeff can't can't control control the trajectory of of weapons. He's just an electromagnetic field. Go ahead and roll a 1d6 plus your damage bonus, whatever that is.
1: Oh, it it says 1d8 for the rifle butt. Oh,
0: okay, cool. 1d8 is. Go for it. Six. So you slam the butt of this rifle into the shoulder and neck of this guy. He, this time, it's not just a a painful clenched teeth sound or a hiss, it's it's a true cry of instinctive pain. A man moan, one might say. A man moan. I don't like the sound of that at all. It's a man moan. It's not good. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) He falls to his knees and he drops the knife and you can see he's... He's phased. Something got knocked. Ryan, you look down this moment. Relic's standing over him with the butt of his rifle. The guy's not down all the way. His eyes lull on his head. One is pointing the wrong direction. He looks up at you with his good eye.
2: Woof. We'll finish him.
0: Wait, is it on me to dodge or can I hit him again? He just got knocked to his knees from behind by Relic. And his eyes are fucked I, up. And he dropped his I, knife. Can I... Is there a roll for a chokehold? From the front? I oh, mean, I yes, it's it's yeah. unarmed. But let me let me set the stage one like, more time. Can't go time. in the balls? Yeah, yeah, you could. Let me set the stage one more time there for you. You were going toe to toe, eye to eye with this guy as he was trying to stab you, and you guys were like very close, right? So he was cutting your clothing. He actually stabbed you at one point, right? You got hit in the head by him. Maybe could have been Romeo, <laughs> but you you, you know th- you're taking some hits. It's it's painful. You're you're getting the <laughs> adrenaline going. You're getting the blood in the eyes, and then suddenly he falls to his knees in front of you he stops struggling he drops his knife he looks up at you one eye is pointed in the wrong direction one eye is fixed on you what do you want to do I'm punch him in the face all right unarmed it's plus 20 percent. again
2: i I, in general not that i don't know if this matters or not for what you're doing but i am trying to just like either knock him out or incapacitate him yeah i'm not trying to kill him
0: yeah you're just trying to hit him the side of the head and his temple or something to knock him out no problem (laughs) Okay. Success. good roll go ahead and roll Damn. your unarmed damage all right One. cool you clock him on the side of the head he looks back up at you he's kind of wobbling a little bit romeo romeo's gonna kick him in the back all right unarmed <laughs> just Fucking this guy. roll your damage 46 of 60. roll your damage what oh that's not that i did there we go there we go you kick him in the back he flies forward, his head nearly hitting Ryan as Ryan kind of steps back out of the way. You hear it crunch against the floor. Relic, what do you do?
1: Grab my handcuffs out and attempt to cuff his hands behind
0: his back. Yeah, he's completely non-responsive. You go ahead and handcuff him. So I handcuff him, then I check his pulse. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> it's uh, elevated pulse. All right. That's what you get when you fuck with law enforcement.
1: Well, I, Chris never Central said mayor. combat ends, so I'm, I'm like holding my breath here.
0: What do, what do y'all want to do next? He's non responsive. He's oh. non responsive on the ground. Yeah. I roll him over. Let's wait for him to come around, I guess. Yeah. You go ahead and prop him against the bloody kitchen island. Uh, his head is lolling, his chin is to his chest. Romeo picks up the hunting knife and uh, squats down in front of him. Hey, Ryan, you got stabbed. You
1: okay? Especially <laughs>
0: then, relics. Hey, Ryan. I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. Actually, Ryan, you uh, turn towards the light. And you examine, and you can see that, that the knife didn't even get through your your vest, your custom vest that you you uh, you had made later, but is uh, currently on you right now. <laughs> so you know, travel back in time to protect you. So that didn't that didn't get you. What really hit got you is when Colin Manning hit you in the head. You're not sure where that blow came from, but man, he he clocked you in the side of the head pretty hard.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: I might as well while we're
2: waiting. I'll go open the freezer see if there's like an ice pack or something
0: yeah yeah there there is there's a head oh so Romeo is kneeling down with the large hunting knife in his hands waiting for this man to come to Relic is overseeing watching carefully Ryan is putting a ice pack to the side of his head where this calling manning gentleman must have clocked him during their their little their little melee. Yes. And Romeo will lift his chin up with the dull side of the hunting knife and just
2: kinda of wait for him to come too. Ryan's gonna have his gun trained on him. You mean the
0: hunting rifle? No, the
2: shotgun. Just going to guess the hunting rifle. I like the idea of okay. the shotgun okay. though, but no.
0: Shotgun's still upstairs no. under the bed, I think. Ryan goes and gets the
2: shotgun and just points it at the group. Yes.
0: <laughs> no um hunting
2: rifle yes hunting rifle at an angle cool. that is like clearly only towards colin Colin. Colin. Colin manning is Colon. the name he gave you did he give it to me mm-hmm. or did somebody yeah, else he gave it to you chris baby.
0: cut all this <laughs> ryan's guns on the fucking guy i'm trying to be menacing well this this fella is out he looks bruised battered bloodied he is not Waking up. Romeo's gonna release this, or lower the knife, and then just give him a couple taps on the face, click around the ear. Hey, wake the fuck up. He doesn't budge. He's disturbingly silent. Is he breathing? (laughs) Go ahead and roll a first date, please. All right, failure, Uh, 53 of 10. You felt his pulse before, and it was racing. Now you're having a lot of trouble finding it. Pressing your fingers against the side of his neck, trying the other side. Finally, there's a very slow, petering pulse that you detect. Uh, anybody know how to wake someone up when they're like this this isn't my thing i don't do much uh waking up if you know what i mean
2: you said he's sitting in a chair
0: no he is leaning against the island that is blood spattered with his friend alan Bruxton's blood got it he's on the floor
2: then ryan will tip him so he basically falls down a la a kick from the critically acclaimed movie, Inception.
0: I uh, never heard of it. So you go in and kick him? Yeah, it sounds like a fake movie. No. It doesn't sound like a real movie. Oh my god damn it. Fuck me. God damn. <laughs> the,
2: <laughs> Can you, you name anyone you in that movie?
0: <laughs> yeah, is there a single person that you even remember that's real from that movie? No. Exactly. So you kick him in the head? Oh no, god! You know what? No. Nope. To murder him? No, we just wait. Ryan waits. Ryan waits.
2: Ryan waits spitefully and in fury.
1: <laughs> Relic takes fury his flashlight. Waiting. And uh, gets Mm -hmm. down next to him, It flips open his eyes, kind of shines a light in his eyes, see if it gets a reaction.
0: You don't see a reaction from him. You do see the eye, or the pupils, they do do shrink into points.
2: Actually, while we're waiting, Ryan's going to go, like, peek outside, like, through one of the windows.
0: So you uh, walk over while Relic is doing this, Ryan. Peek out from beyond the curtain of one of the front windows. And you do see that uh, precipitation has increased outside, it was fairly calm when you arrived, but you do see what looks like significant flurry coming in, starting to blanket the land in front of the house. Relic, while he's doing that, and you're checking for a response, a pupillary response, you notice that he is breathing because you can see his breath. You realize it's gotten very cold in here.
1: Romeo, are you, you seeing this or feeling this? it's getting cold
0: uh yeah it's uh it is
1: ryan you see anything out there
0: ryan under his breath is gonna
2: say the yeti approaches
1: <laughs> no, what's not. that what's that you say <laughs> not not much uh relic's gonna look around and and uh see if he hears anything or or, or
0: see if he hears anything odd like approaching yeti steps i mean approaching footsteps <laughs> hear that the wind outside is starting to pick up sounds like there's a maybe a small storm coming in or some precipitation you do not hear yeti steps though oh good good good, good. Okay. you know that sound well right going to stand up and start
1: kind of walking towards the the other entrance of the kitchen to kind of take a look out see if he sees anything weird
0: yeah, it's the same as I described to Ryan. You see that it uh, looks like a small storm is, is coming in. There's definitely some snow flurries oh, meant, batting against the window. and I'm going
1: the, the other door, like to the other part of the house, not the not the outside. fryan Ryan's got that covered, Relic's going to try to keep an eye out in the other, other directions where evil might come okay. from.
0: Yeah, Sure. Empty rooms. Uh, all the lights are on. See yeah, Chris, but what about the evil? Of presumably Alan Bruxton. But what about the partially evil? Partially in the fireplace and strewn about the living area. Mm, no signs of evil? Not in this room. You all have definitely stumbled upon certain things that might file into that category. Uh, I feel like Relic. evil is subjective, Chris? No, no, it's it's fully black and white. Relic One cli- or the other. clicks on the refrigerator
1: <laughs> and checks its inventory. Is that the,
0: game? That's the wrong game? Wrong game. OK. Uh, no, there's stuff in the fridge. You want to talk about that? That sounds really fun. <laughs> <to> do that? <laughs> no, I, don't. I really don't.
2: Ryan is going to wait until the man wakes up unless something else happens in the intervening moments
0: sure romeo gonna ever so impatiently wait after about five ten minutes you really start to feel the chill air become piercing cold your faces are stinging with the sheer drop in temperature of what was once a heated room your breath crystallizes in front of your faces as you start to breathe heavier and heavier even under the jackets and coats that you're wearing distributed to you by baxter you're starting to feel a shiver creep up and begin to spread getting very cold would you describe this as an unnatural chill you're very cold mm, so I don't, yes. I don't know the difference between an unnatural and a natural chill but it's a chill that could fall under either of those uh headings because it's cold
2: ryan is going to turn to the other two and say fuck me it's gotten cold in here that uh Usually doesn't bode well if a heated building is suddenly cold. <sighs> and then he's going to nervously continue to peer outside. Romeo's going to say, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? Be on your guard, man.
0: All right. It's as if there's a crystalline film that has fallen across certain surfaces inside. As you move about, shift in place, the, the room is becoming frosted a little bit. You can see it glinting in the lights
1: what kind of um oven or stove is it is it gas or electric <laughs>
0: <laughs> you walk over to the kitchen stove you're not surprised that no one's been running out gas out here into the middle of nowhere this area's not known for free gas so it's it's definitely electric there is a wood burning stove in the living room though and a fireplace are there logs sides of the living area like is there firewood inside somewhere i mean it's body parts not inside there's definitely not inside definitely body parts you might recall that you did spend some time clambering up an overhang that was protecting a bunch of firewood from the elements, though, outside on the side of the house.
1: Hey, guys, why don't we uh, why don't we get a fire started?
0: Let's yeah, case. I'm going to keep an eye on this guy in case he wakes up, but I think that's a really good idea.
1: Hey, Ryan, why don't you come with me? Let's grab some of that firewood. Sounds good.
0: We're splitting the
1: party.
0: Both of you walk out the front door, crunch your way across the front of the house, towards the side where you spied that large purchase of chopped firewood underneath the aforementioned overhang y'all start gathering them and you gathering some cords in your your arms or
1: yeah just uh, grab a couple logs of varying sizes same
0: all right while you're doing this oh chris also while we're
2: out here ryan is gonna grab the flare gun
0: all right y'all y'all are gathering wood while you're doing that inside agent romeo so close to Cullen's face, you, you hear him whisper something. His eyes flutter and his his mouth is trying to, to make some sound. Can I, I don't know, lean in closer? What are you saying? It's coming for you. What? What's coming for me? You hear the back door open. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, R- Romeo pivots on his heel and looks at the back door. Roll your sanity, please. <laughs> Success. You watch as frost and ice begins to pour through the hallway that leads back towards the mudroom, back towards the basement and the tunnel. And of course, the same area where you just heard the door open. It's like a gale of snow flurries is making its way inside the house as if a massive storm has arisen suddenly in the backyard. But you can see that it is icing over at rapid impossible pace the hearth carpet the couch the already partially and seemingly permanently frozen body of Alan bruxton it crawls along the walls it crawls along the ceiling it creates stalactites and stalagmites as it goes you watch as this part of the living area is slowly transformed before your eyes colin what the fuck is happening you hear high wheezing laughter <laughs> <laughs> Cullen, tell me what's going on, and I promise your death will be quick. Roll your constitution. <laughs> oh, fuck. Failure, 57 of 55. Alrighty. righty. You hear a continual sound of flowing wind and the sound of a large bag being thrown across the floor, something huge. And then again, your mind is racing to make sense of the sound. Again, it's coming from that same door you heard open out of sight. We realize it's some huge bulk shuffling through that mud room. towards you through... Romeo's going to drop the knife and the door. pick the rifle back up and aim it at the approaching sound. Your teeth are chattering, your knees nearly buckled with the cold. Your breath hangs in front of you. You can almost see ice crystals. You can also hear Cullen's high-pitched laugh. <laughs> okay, Romeo's just going to fucking hit him in the head with the butt of the rifle. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll your, just your damage. <coughs> so you'll need to do a rifle butt, not not your unarmed attack because you're hitting him with the rifle butt. <coughs> Damn! You bring the butt of the rifle down uh, straight on the man's face. It explodes like an overripe melon with viscera and pulp oozing out of what was once his face. <laughs> he kills him? Yeah. Go ahead and roll your... <laughs> Sanity, please. What
2: the fuck? So random.
0: All right. (laughs) Failure. 94 of 43.
1: And this begins the downfall
0: of Romeo, right? Right here. This is the moment. That's where he starts losing it. (laughs) Go ahead and roll a 1d10, please. I'm going to bring you down to now 35. And let's see where your breaking point is. Oh, I'm sure that's it. Oh, it brought you below your breaking point. So we'll reset that. Now your breaking point's 22. You hear the shattered, shattered skull of Colin continue sputtering blood bubbles as it does so. (laughs) (laughs) And you begin to bring the rifle butt down again and again. Shards of gristle and bone flying upward across the room onto your coat. You keep bringing it again and again down on this man until the skull is, it's, it's no longer recognizable as part of the rest of the body, but you don't stop there. You keep going, and you keep smashing the rifle against the twitching torso and body of this man until you hear a loud snap as part of the stock breaks off. Look it's twisted, broken, covered with viscera, breathing heavily as the front door opens, and Agent Rhine, Agent Relic see you covered with blood. It's a grisly scene splayed out before you, gentlemen. It's yours now. What the fuck God. did you do? God He'll damn! Shut the fuck up! Something's happening. Something's coming in. P- pull He's out your got guns! Blood all over his face. You can see bits of brain and skull on his shoulders and arms. Something's coming, he says you. His eyes are wild.
1: Relic drops the wood and slings his gun around, but doesn't really know where to aim it. Kind of starts looking around.
0: It's hard for you to notice anything more than what I've described here, the grisly scene around Romeo. There's nothing else you really aren't already aware of, say, the body of Alan Bruxton across on the other side of the room on the living area.
1: Hey, Romeo, how about you How about you step back a little bit, all right? Well, take, take a few steps back from the body, come towards us.
0: Uh, Romeo does as he says, you've gotta listen to me. You've gotta fucking listen. There's something coming. It, It's like the cold is alive
1: relic glances over at ryan and kind of cocks an eyebrow ryan
2: just looks confused but back to romeo just fuck come come over here what
0: was he saying something he said it's coming for us both of you need to roll your sanities i believe from violence unless one of you is a nerd to it uh, i think this ryan. version of ryan is inert to it nope nope <laughs> that is your greatest wish in life and i will make a note when that happens but it has not happened uh, relic is not What's up? Do you know
2: the acronym SMD?
0: Super masterful, trustworthy friend. I added an extra, of the acumen then, but I assume SMD. That's what it oh, okay. Super masterful dude. That's me.
2: Ryan failed his sanity.
0: Relic succeeded seven out of 40.
2: Can Ryan go insane? It hasn't happened yet. And I'm really excited for Chris to play Ryan.
0: <laughs> All right, roll a 1d4, Ryan. All right, you lost two sanity. Agent Ryan, you're looking out across this vista. Relic has just tried to get your opinion on what the hell's happening because it is not easily explainable and Romeo's not coherent right now, at least not to you. Ryan's gonna try
2: to put Romeo out of his mind. He's gonna ignore it, run over towards the wood-burning stove, throw in the fire, and try to like light it. And he'll be so... like jittery in terms of can't find a lighter or whatever that he just (laughs) lights the road flare and then sticks it in the stove with the other wood
0: okay okay so you you throw those logs into the wood burning stove it's on kind of the opposite side of the living area where the fireplace and the mangled corpse of alan bruxton is we assume that's alan bruxton at this point yeah you open up the the front hatch dump it on in break open a road flare fizzles and spatters in the well-lit room, and then you throw it on in, in place of tinder.
1: Relic is going to look at these two unhinged fucks and... <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, Relic's going to look at Ryan, throw in a road flare at a bunch of big logs, and sigh, and uh, pick up a few of the, it's a bunch of smaller, as I did say, varying size pieces of wood, walk over to um, to where Ryan's at.
0: You're not listening to me, says Romeo. Is he- Grabs Relic's arm. Give me your gun. Oh, Relic pushes
1: him off. Fucking give me your gun, man. Romeo, man, you need to calm down. I'm not fucking joking. Something's coming. Where? Coming from where? Look at the fucking kitchen door. Relic looks at the kitchen door.
0: So it's not the kitchen door, I'm it's sorry, the that... area to the dining room and the mud room. But you look over in that direction. You can see that there are puddles of water on the floor. The carpet is pretty well soaked in that area. There's actually part of one of the walls has some ice on it. You can see the back door. Now that you're placing yourself to look down that part of the hallway, you see the back door is wide open, and there's uh, snow flurries coming inside.
1: As uh, Relic continues towards Ryan, he says, Romeo, t- tell me exactly what you saw before you beat the living shit out of the loose end.
0: The door opened, the door opened, and, and the cold came in like, uh, like it was... D- it it was impossible you know just it's like the fucking like frozen the movie (laughs) 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 at at that exact moment when you say frozen the movie all of the lights in the room click off you hear what sounds like a loud bang from outside oh shit
1: Back, oh, to- back towards the stove. Ryan's already there. Relic will pull out his medium medium pistol, which he has holstered, and hand it to Romeo.
0: Fucking thank you. Romeo turns and fires three shots, deafening everyone in the room into the motionless form of Colin Manning. Just got to make sure you don't hear that because your ears are ringing so severely. You're all staring at Romeo, who's holding the smoking weapon in his hand, Shaking, maybe from the cold, maybe from adrenaline, still pointed at the unmoving form of Colin Manning.
1: Relic slowly puts
0: his hand out to put it over the gun and, Re- and Romeo's hands. It. He moves away very quickly at a frantic speed and looks at you with wide eyes and shakes his head.
1: Hey Romeo, how about you? Uh, how about you lower the gun? You 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 took
0: care of the the loose end over there. It's okay. What? Yeah, you didn't catch much of what he said. He's trying to calm you down because he doesn't understand. Ro- right? Rome- Romeo,
1: how come every time whatever character you're playing has a fucking breakdown, my character has to step in and fucking settle you down? <laughs>
0: That's a purely you choice. I was going to say, that's
1: very much a, <laughs> yeah, a you your, problem. That's Tom. your fucking narrative decision, buddy. <laughs> you is, can do
0: whatever you want. This is where you, where we can take, you can shoot him right now. Well, honestly, yeah, Ryan could.
2: was about just, to. So
1: if I we just, can... Just, care about uh, you, buddy. That's all. I just buddy, want his,
2: John to finish his <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I just want the best for you <laughs> and your character. <laughs> <here>. That's all.
2: <laughs> Ryan is going to move his gun to towards Romeo, though.
0: Romeo sees that. He makes it very clear he sees you doing that, but doesn't take his sights off of the form of cullen across the room back towards the the kitchen
2: and then ryan's just gonna gesture because his ears are blown out to put the gun down you know, like with his hand
0: if you'll allow it chris romeo nods and lowers the gun but does not make to give it to anyone yeah it could be lifted at any moment to fire again at the body of cullen right
1: all right everybody look uh look just cool down all right we're running a little hot here let's just stay fro, stay frosty
0: okay Ryan's trying to clear his ears. T- tinnitus is going to be a serious problem in all of your futures. Uh, but yes, you're slowly regaining the ability to understand one another's speech in this close proximity. Uh,
1: Relic continues to, if, he, hadn't already, if he, he was not successful in doing so, he, he finishes handing the much smaller pieces of wood to Ryan.
0: The wind has really begun to pick up outside, and you hear what sounds like glass smashing. The lights on the vehicle you left Pointed towards the front of the house, no longer illuminating these rooms. It's very dark now. Romeo doesn't, but Ryan, relic, you instinctively reach for your flashlights. The blue beams playing across the darkened room. Romeo seems transfixed, squinting towards the dark form now of Cullen.
1: How's that fire coming, Ryan? It's
2: happening. Ryan is gonna is gonna face back towards the direction that the cars were. But also try to like get some kind of cover, you know, if it's behind the fireplace that's sticking out or behind some furniture or whatever it might be in the direction of where the light was just cut.
0: Yeah, you can walk around to the other side of the couch where Alan Bruxton's legs were found. You could definitely do that. You could walk upstairs. You could go into one of the back rooms. What was your plan?
2: Other side of the couch, in in the same room, just kind of like covered somewhat
0: um and then how far am i from the other? this is the real cold this is the real cold side of the room where the door is the back door is still open and wind is still blowing through chill wind we that didn't would be that close direction. the back door then ryan's gonna close. no one has got ryan to is close going back to close door. the back door then eric
2: or chris okay
0: you two watch ryan stride across the carpet um stride. stepping carefully over the the body of uh strides a little bit of, of an editorial allen gate and <laughs> and uh, enter the dining room, walk towards the, the door to close it. You get an alertness, right? Failure. As you reach outside to pull the door closed, you suddenly feel the ground just push you away as if it, with some unknown force, was able to bounce you upward like a trampoline. You realize something's picked you up by the back and has hoisted you out of the room and into the snow of the backyard. You can't hear it because you land with such an elegance, but the door slams behind you. Relic Romeo, you both watched him stride through the dark. You see the light disappear through the dining room and then it's the mudroom, and then you hear the door slam, but he doesn't return. Ryan, you there? Come on, Relic. And Romeo begins walking towards the door. Okay, back out to Ryan. You push yourself out of this snowdrift, shaking some of the snow off of your coat. Your flashlight goes over to your right, the beam pointed straight up. Looks like your hunting rifle is somewhere else behind you to, to your left. You, you can see a, a dark, long object. It's not quite within reach, but you can reach for the flashlight. And as you as you do, you see a great lumbering hulk in the darkness. Massive, impossible figure. A shaggy, huge bulk. It's hard to tell, but Maybe 15, 18 feet tall. Some sort of massive, massive bear. Can't tell. But you grab that flashlight. What would you like to do? Ryan's going to go for his gun and also scream
2: or yell aloud, Yeti! (laughs) You've been waiting for that. (laughs) I mean, Chris seems to really have played into my desires here. That description was... (laughs) about as yeti-like without him
0: saying a yeti-like creature. <laughs> <laughs> you, you grab the flashlight and then lunge back towards the left, towards your weapon ostensibly, screaming yeti into the, the wind-whipped gale that now surrounds you and a massive paw lands upon you before you are able to put your hands around the, the handle of the gun and slams you back down into the snowdrift knocking all the air out of your lungs the smell is just the first thing that hits you it is fetid it is a stench it is rot it is death it makes you want to vomit how bad this thing's appendage smells it's thick calloused hand or paw whatever is on you you can feel it rubbing against the side of the skin of your neck and your face as it pushes you further and further into the freezing snow you hear a sound that seems to come from all around you but emanates from the chest of whatever is now behind you and holding you down onto the ground it sounds like a guttural chortling rhythmic
2: i'm gonna phase it but just back away back away towards cover trees
0: Oh my my friend you are you've got a giant hand on you pushing you into the snow you're pinned down on the ground sorry if i didn't make that clear
2: uh, interesting time to ask what i would like to do then given that you've removed all agency from
0: your being. <laughs> you don't i i only ask because i have not removed all agency from your being bite it struggle I, bite it okay um f-
2: you know fight even understanding how futile that probably is
0: you can roll a strength times five or an unarmed whichever is higher
2: oh critical
0: critical success
2: holy shit what a time
0: that That is that is good to see (laughs) dice gods what a time so you begin squirming and moving from side to side as fast as you can and you find your way wriggling through whatever this thing's appendages are very quickly, and you move over to your left and you bite as hard as you can into that thick calloused, maybe finger, phalange, whatever it is that you felt across your neck and cheek. And you hear that deep chortling stop behind you. And you hear instead what sounds like a loud, powerful snort as the hand seems to instinctively, or whatever's on you, seems to instinctively withdraw, giving you enough time to scramble up to your feet your gun right below you you look up and you see this thing look down at you now that you have this flashlight pointed almost perfectly at it maybe 20 feet it's insanely huge it's got way too many limbs it is shaggy covered with a mottled reddish white hair it's also got massive protuberances they look almost like tumors spilling out from underneath this shaggy fur this is that thick calloused almost scaled tissue that I described it has maybe six legs, maybe more. There seem to be some that are hanging off one another that don't seem to be moving with large pincers or talons at the end of it. Its head is one that is unmistakably that of a predator's with eyes pointing straight forward at you. Big black eyes that shine in the blue light, the blue beam, the flashlight, and a jagged mouth filled with rows and rows of circular teeth. It looks down at you and it makes that snorting noise again as its hot breath crystallizes the air in front of it. One very, very large horn, you think? It twists out and over to the side, straight out of its head, dips towards you as if it is moving to gore you. Agent Romeo, you're in front of the back door. The doorknob is frozen. It's painful to touch even through your glove. Okay, Romeo's gonna try to kick the door open. Go ahead and roll a string. Failure. 70 of 50. You kick it and you hear cracking and you can see that there's ice all on the inside of the door frame. It's filled the cracks of the jam and any spot where the door meets the frame. Relic, you're coming up behind him. You see him kick the door as hard as he can to no avail. You're not sure what he's up to. He's still covered with brains and guts, but Ryan's not in this room.
1: Is that window you described earlier with the torn curtains, is that near where we're at right now or is, is it somewhere else?
0: You can literally look through that window right now, yeah. I look through that window. It is completely frosted with ice, as if there's a thick wall of ice on the other side of it. You can see a flashlight, maybe, or a light dancing on the other side. All right,
1: I'm going to break through the window and try to get out that way safely. I'm not sure what the role is. Just throw
0: something that. at it, yeah. Sorry, I'm not part of it. Yeah, go ahead and, and roll your strength. Or you, yeah, you can throw something at it. What? Tell me exactly what you want to okay, do before uh, I have you roll, actually.
1: Yeah, I'll take... uh. Well, I've got my gun in my hand, so I'll just take... I'll take the butt of my gun and slam it against the glass.
0: Okay, roll strength.
1: Yeah, that's closest and quickest. 32 out of 60, success.
0: The glass yields just fine. It's the thick ice beyond it that really causes a problem for you. But you're able to crack through it just a bit. You can hear the winds outside have really picked up. You can hear what sounds like a generator starting up. It's a deep growling sound. Romeo? This is in front of Romeo, this window that he's broken, am I understanding that correctly? Or is this You guys are you guys are in front of a door. Right. The door has been frozen shut. Right. You tried to kick it open, it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Relic came up behind you and smashed the That's butt of the gun into right. the window of the same door. That's what I thought. But it I looks like there's sure some sort of intense, intense ice sheet on the other side of it. Right. Okay, so Romeo's gonna try to kick through that ice again. Well, uh, actually, he, he would probably follow suit with Relic and use the butt of his, the pistol and try to break through that ice. Go ahead and roll your strength. Hey, Chris,
1: I'm gonna be clear on something. This is, this is actually like a, a large window next to the door.
0: No, this it's is like the window, window, window of the door. It's like a glass door. Can,
1: and we we would be able to fit through this glass, correct? If we broke it.
0: I mean, if you break everything out, sure, it's 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 like a grid, you know, like most most windows on a door.
1: Oh, uh, okay. I thought this was like a window ship. Yeah, because so, so I, I was thinking I wanted Relic to find an alternate way out, and I thought there was a wind, you'd mentioned a window with some torn curtains, and I was thinking that was
0: that's the, the torn curtains. So that's where the confusion was. The torn curtains were always on the back door. All right. In that case, as soon as as soon as he
1: as soon as Relic takes his first throw at it and it doesn't really accomplish much, he says, "Let's go out the front door and go around."
0: Fuck," says Romeo, and follows. So
1: they're running at this point, I assume.
0: Y'all start yes. sprinting away from the mudroom door that leads to the backyard, back towards the front of the house. Ryan, it's standing above you. It's not you're flying, a flashlight, though. flashlight and there, you're biting but... its hand like a tiny chihuahua. Oh, yeah. Your flashlight is shining up at it. At it. And I'm realizing it is sadly not a yeti. I mean, it might be. Grab my gun and
2: like run away slash shoot at it. Like run backwards, shoot. That's
0: that's intense. Yeah, go ahead and roll your
2: dexterity. You mean my
0: highest skill? Nope. (laughs) Christmas, my highest skill. Still succeeded though, Christopher. As you continue to scramble away, the winds whipping up with a fury around you, getting more and more intense, you're able to pick up your gun and aim it towards this thing as you begin to crab your way across this snowy embankment back here through the dark. Your flashlight still planted firmly on the ground, pointed up towards this creature as it turns its large horned head towards you. And again, makes that kind of huffing sound. It runs after you with great speed as you fire. Go ahead and roll with a minus 20 for your firearms, please.
2: I still succeeded. 29 out of a target, 44.
0: Oh, very nice. Go ahead and roll your damage.
2: Eight damage. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's
0: what we call a middling roll plus two. You basically hip fire this hunting rifle as you are scrambling away, this mad scramble away from this huge bulk. It helps that it's really the size of the broad side of a barn and that your flashlight is still planted firmly in the snow, illuminating its giant shaggy calloused belly. The muzzle flash lights up the back of the house, lights up more of this horrible creature and you roll sanity. I succeeded. All right, go ahead and roll me a 1d4. Two. I'm gonna now roll as it charges you with its horn. Are you saying that Yeti did horn attack? Yes, I'm trying to figure out what that means. Besides what just happened, but that is it's what like happens. a Pokemon move. Oh, never played Pokemon. What? Too busy, too busy learning about uh, Yeti statistics for this game. It bears down on you. Its head laid low, and as it passes by the light, you know it's barreling towards you in the dark. Try your best to brace yourself as it's massive stinking shaggy bulk runs into you and over you you go spinning out into the snow again falling onto your back your gun still clutched in your hands you can hear the thing snorting and huffing and padding through the snow as if it's nothing the wind's knocked out of you but you're still alive relic romeo you're sprinting to the front of the house the front door opens easily outside the flurry has turned into a small blizzard Snow is obscuring your vision, and even the gibbous moon is trying its best to fight through the precipitation, but not making much ground.
1: Keep keep running so to the back of the house. So we should establish who's in the lead. I think Relics up I think front. Relics yeah. in the lead. Yeah. You're follow- you already okay. said you were following. The no, Relics, so Relic's going to keep right. sprinting for the other side of the house.
0: Romeo's going to try to grab his hand, and and with his other hand he's going to keep that on the wall of the house. Alone. So he's going to just—he's like, "Don't lose contact the house," he shouts. As, as that's slowing you the fuck down, relic. That's really going to slow you down. Is that yep. what you want?
1: It's like Romeo, just just stay close to it. We're okay. Let's move. God damn it! And he
0: continues to follow him. So we're
1: just basically staying near the house, the yeah, right up against the house, but trying to get to the back side of it.
0: Both of y'all roll your athletics, please. Oh, <laughs> that'll be an eighty-eight.
1: At 30, it's a we'll call it a
0: critical. All right. Ooh, I critical also. Fail. Oh. Okay, you got a critical failure. I got a critical success. All right, Mr. Narrator. 100. I'm pretty sure that equals
1: out to a reroll.
0: Right, like you're, you're chomping through this snow. It, it's crazy to you how many feet must have fallen in just the last 10 to 30 minutes. But it's incredible. And unfortunately, with low visibility, your flashlight beam really stopping only a few feet in front of you with the downpour of snow you miss a bit of a hilly outcropping and your right leg expecting to find purchase on this thick trudging snow misses entirely and you go bowling over what uh is a as you find out fairly steep steep outcropping on this side of the house you fall and begin to tumble head over heels side to side hit something on the way down when you open your eyes You're not sure where your flashlight or your gun is. Romeo, you watch this happen in front of you, and Relic's just gone. You hear the crack of a hunting rifle on the other side of the house as you're running as fast as you can. Romeo shouts, fuck, and continues towards the rifle shot. Agent Ryan, what would you like to do? Uh, Continue to run. Okay, are you gonna try to fire from the hip again? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're basically- Okay, so you're gonna fire from the hip again Mm -hmm, as you run, and where are you running to? I assume away from the creature that just tried to away run you over. Away from the creature, back towards the house. Okay, that's you actually have a clear sprinting line towards that door, the back door. Yeah, I assume I can't see yet
2: that it's like iced over, right?
0: There is that flashlight still in the snow, pointed upwards. You can grab that. No, I'm not. I'm definitely. If not you'd doing like, that. no, I'll just run back towards okay. the house but yeah, you can see the silhouette of the house, even though it's very dark out here and the the snow is really starting to come down.
2: Yes, uh, let me know once I'm able to see flashlights or anything from the other two. But yeah, basically
0: running and then yeah, shooting. Go ahead and roll your firearms minus 20. Failure. You fire and continue to run through this ever growing mass of snow that just seems to be climbing faster than it should you hear the thing snort the chortling begins again we'll go back to agent relic relic you're not sure really how far you fell but again you you do have your flashlight near you you don't see your gun anywhere
1: relic's gonna reach for his flashlight and then look around for his gun
0: roll your luck success hey, Chris, four out of fifty it's a sidearm no it's a long arm oh, sorry yeah, buddy. Have the long, right, good try, right. good, try. I, good try i tried oh, and i failed oh
2: fuck oh fuck
0: <laughs> you guys so, just got relic, you uh yeah, it's true. <laughs> Relic, you look over to your right and you can see that the gun is lodged in one of the smaller snowdrifts down here, just a little ways from the house. It's really not even a very steep hill that you fell now that you're getting back up to your feet and waving the blue beam up. It's just a one in a hundred chance that you you, you fell so poorly. Uh, I mean, one in it a hundred. Just, it just <laughs> one, one in a, like one a, a hundred 11. chance. Well,
1: Relic is going to uh, once again, recover from his, his sharply bruised ego of having critically failed once again, attempting to do something. And uh, he's going to get his gun and <laughs> attempt to find his way back up towards the house to get to the back side.
0: Yeah. yeah. You're trudging up. It's slow going now. You unfortunately, aren't going to get another roll, so you're just do- you're doing your best to make your way back up to that side of the house so that you can get on even footing and make it to the backyard. Romeo, you sprint around and you're flashlight shines and you see Ryan running towards you. He's actually only within 10 feet of you as he's running towards the back door. His eyes look up and meet yours as you see each other. I just see Ryan, I don't see anything else. I I would have described that. So I guess the rest of what you see is darkness and ever flying and flowing blizzarding snow. Okay, cool. Uh, Stop metagaming, Eric. (laughs) You're right, you're right. (laughs) So Romeo says, come on, uh,
2: Relic fell. Run, run. There's a monster back here, I...
0: Run! Uh, uh, Okay, and (laughs) Romeo turns around and starts running back the way he came. You turn around and start running back along that side of the house. Ryan, you see him spin around and go that way. You're now in front of the back door. You see that it is frosted over something fierce. It's like a wall of ice has just perfectly covered this entrance and exit into the house. Ryan
2: is going to turn and face the Yeti Beast. That's Y-E-D-D-Y.
0: Yeah, don't, don't want to get any copyright
1: infringements here. That's right. <laughs> oh, I thought Do we I... were for sponsorship, guys.
2: And then going to <laughs> is there like, I, I, I would like to like take a second to try and shoot and aim like at its head. Is there any benefits to, is that like a mechanical thing where I can like.
0: Number one it's extremely dark. Number two, we've got huge amounts of snow flurries, like crazy uh, snow it, flurries I thought, going sorry, right I thought, now. I thought it was
2: like right behind me. Number
0: three, we've got amazing amount of wind, so it's actually really hard to hear. So when you turn around, you don't see a massive bulk bearing down on you. You see darkness and you see fast moving flurries of snow, snowflakes thick in the air. You don't hear anything except for the whipping of the wind in your ears when you turn to face this thing. Then I will wait gun up until I see movement. Relic, you're trudging up the side of the house again. And Romeo is running as fast as he can back the way you came. You see this when you nearly run into him, and he nearly runs into you.
1: Romeo, where, where you going? Ryan said,
0: run, I'm running.
1: Romeo! He just keeps Come running on. away from you. <laughs> relic relic. Relic shouts. We got a job to do, Romeo. You can't just run.
0: Don't be a hero. He can't hear he can't hear you as he runs fast, fast as the wind past you and rounds the side of the house out of view and out of earshot.
1: God damn it. And he keeps heading towards the back towards where Ryan, he's hoping Ryan will be.
0: Ryan, out of the corner of your right eye, you see a flashlight emerge from behind the house. What do you do? It's too windy for him to hear anything, but
2: I'll still shout,
0: get out of here. Relic, as you come around the house, you hear hoarsely through the, the gale. You hear Ryan saying, get out of here. And you can see him posted up against the frozen back door with his hunting rifle pointed into the dark behind the house.
2: Ryan, Ryan, get over here. Come, come with me. Ryan is going to mostly keep his gun trained on, like still trained out into the darkness, wind, etc. but then like kind of start to move towards Relic.
0: Romeo, you turn a corner at the front of the house. Romeo is going to make his way to the front of the house. Hugging carefully against the wooden facade of the house, you make your way back to the front door, and you see something huge, something huge on the side of the house, ambling out from, again, that overhang that was the place where you found purchase for the second story. It's massive. It's too big. First, you thought it was some sort of giant vehicle, but it's just too tall, too organic, too live. You have your hand now on the front door's doorknob. You just can't make out what it is. You just know it's something huge there. Oh, fuck. And uh, he's going to open the front door and go inside and make his way for the upstairs. Relic, Ryan?
1: What the fuck is going on, Ryan? There's some kind of beast.
2: It was right behind me, and now I can't see it. Well, uh,
1: what it look, what it look like? Describe it. What would you
2: see? Giant six six i think like legs huge horns i think it's doing this and then he kind of gestures around to the the snow this is this is insanity fuck we can't we can't stay out here we got to go inside we got to get cooked.
1: if it's as big as you say we need to get back in the house sounds like a sounds like a bad time let's move
0: romeo you hear the door the front door open as you run up the stairs Romeo's running up the stairs. He's gonna go to the master bedroom. You run up the stairs and you can hear what sounds like, again, engine starting downstairs as something's followed you inside. You're inside the master bedroom now, Drop to your knees in front of the bed. I assume you pull out that gun case? Yes. At the same time, Relic, Ryan, you're jogging along the side of the house, well-traveled now, the snow becoming a little bit less intense, but still hampering your sight, your sound. And as you turn, you see something impossible. That massive bulk, Ryan, that you took in entirely, you see that it's become elongated and stretched because it's hindquarters, it's two back multi-jointed legs disappear into the open front door just as you turn the corner. Ryan, you know exactly what that rose relic, you don't, so roll your sanity, please, because it was impossible what just snuck and snaked. Into the front door.
1: I was a 97 out of 40, so I have right. failed.
0: Okay, it's just a 1d2 to see the hind end of this thing, which is still too large, barely fitting through the front door.
2: That'll be a one. Must be nice. And Ryan, under his breath, say, "Impossible." <laughs> running in and after it.
0: Oh, you're running towards it. Okay. Yeah, I wanna, oh, car- we gotta
2: shoot it, but like Careful. carefully. Like we're not just like <laughs> rounding the corner. I'll, I'll, we'll do a. a of a a wide entrance if that makes sense so we're there's like 10 12 feet between us and the door but we're still able to see in but moving quickly since it's fairly lithe
0: almost impossibly so so you you both walk out a distance from the house so that you can peer into the front door after this bulk disappeared and have your your guns up hopefully spotting something in the darkness of this house Agent Romeo, you grab that gun case, struggling to flip open the latches. You see the shotgun right here in front of you. What would you like to do? Uh, he's going to check to make sure it's loaded. If not, look for shells. Roll your luck. Oh, freak out. Hey, success. It does appear already loaded. Okay, then he's going to train it at the, at the master bedroom entryway. Make sure the safety's off. <laughs> There's no safety. Okay. The doorframe begins to frost over, you see creeping ice begin to trace the straight lines of the room, small ice crystals begin to form again. You hear sickening thunks as a heavy bulk begins to drag itself through the hallway towards the front of the door, and suddenly there's a massive face there covered with teeth, giant black eyes, a massive twisted horn lolling off to one side, sprouting directly from Could only be the center of a ruddy colored calloused forehead. It's covered with this shaggy, dirty fur and these large growths that emerge from underneath it. Its arms are long and thin, multi jointed, small, sickly sprouts of fur across them. The smell is what hits you first, but so does your sanity shock, so please roll. (laughs) Failure. Alrighty. 51 of 35. Alright, roll a 1d10 for me, please. Three. Go ahead and roll your firearms, please. God damn it. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll the damage for a shotgun. Did you fail your firearms roll, Eric? Yes. Okay, so rolling damage. 11. You go ahead and fire, and a giant smattering of pellets just explodes through part of the door frame. It's very likely that you hit it because it is filling up the doorframe of the master bedroom with its entire face, its strange, frightening, predatory horned face. More hands, thick, calloused, talent, begin to pull the bulk of the thing through the front door towards you as its serrated mouth opens wide. Agent Ryan, Agent Relic, you're standing about 10 feet back from the front door, staring through the darkened entryway to the house. You don't see any movement, but it's very dark in there. And the precipitation whirling around you doesn't help. Is there any light from the oven? None that is helping you from this vantage point.
1: And we haven't heard we haven't heard the shotgun yet, so we're still ahead of that time. I think the
2: wind's still too loud, probably.
1: Well actually I don't know. Do we hear the shotgun, Chris? I have not
2: described
0: a shotgun sound that y'all have heard.
2: Alrighty. Uh, I am going to enter with cautious steps but intentional pace.
1: Cautious. Ready. Finger on the trigger. Yes. Alert. Yes.
0: Swimming. But I, I am actually going to
2: particularly head towards the oven if there is still a fire alight in it.
0: Yeah. You turn to your right, looking across the living space, and you do see through the iron slats and the the glass window into it that there is still a fire going
2: the oven's in the same space that i'm in right now right it's just far away or is it through a different
0: you're in the entryway over to your right is the large living area where you found alan Bruxton's body it has both a fireplace and heart a hearth a sofa and a wood stove on the other side yeah is the wood stove
2: big enough to like push over and start setting other things on fire like the furniture and such
0: it's Maybe it's a pretty big iron edifice that's been set into what looks like a brick floor in that part of the cabin. That might be possible, but it is heavy, man, and it is a part of the structure of the house. Okay, Uh, never mind then. If you were a giant yeti, yes, I would say yes. (laughs) I I get it. I get it. Honestly, that's on me.
2: I guess listening, can we hear movement above?
0: All right, go ahead and roll your search. The worst one. (sighs) I you hear what sounds like repeated thuds in the second story oh, of Halloween. Oh, well. being smashed to pieces. <laughs> Relic, what oh. are you doing? Also listening very
1: closely for for
0: right, any noises yeah. Okay, <laughs> Fail. The sound of the wind whips against your ears from the open door behind you, Relic. You look from side to side, you don't see anything. You don't know exactly what you saw partially climb through the front door, but it was huge. And to not see any indication of its passing is very disturbing to you. You both hear a shotgun blast that occurs upstairs. Agent Romeo? I shot and this thing continues to move forward, but so now I have a turn. Correct. Okay. So you, you fired, right? Mm-hmm. You hit mostly the door frame. It did not seem to stop. Its giant, spiked, serrated maw is in front of you. Its beady, intelligent black eyes bearing down on you. Its hot breath against your face, blowing back your hair. You hear, A Fum Fus Roda, obviously. I'm going to back up towards the. I assume there's a window in the master bedroom. And um, you are literally on the ground against the bed where you pulled out this shotgun and whirled around to shoot this thing. So it's thing, you on the ground where you just pulled out a shotgun as fast as you could, bed, and then the rest of the row. And so you're kind of pinned between it and the bed right now with your gun pointed in the direction where you just last fired. Understood. So I guess I'm gonna back my way around the bed while firing. You're trying to scramble away and you're gonna fire. Go ahead and roll your firearms. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. 100.
2: Oh, no. Ryan's about to turn the gun on himself. (laughs) Just kidding. There's
0: a sickening click, and there's also a sickening click in your head, because whatever it said to you, you know deep within the core of your being that it is tapped into some sort of, some of those mathematical energies you have seen before in prior operations to change the fate, the outcome of what would have occurred when you pulled that trigger. You know that you're at its mercy, that it could just very well be God that you're facing down right now because there's nothing you can do and all hope leaves. All hope leaves your being. It snaps its teeth in front of you as it continues to squirm and force its way through. Two more legs, this time with giant talons on them, rake across the ceiling and the floor and pull more of its bulk inside the room, its face now snapping in front of yours. You get the distinct feeling that it's playing with its food before it eats it. Relic, Ryan, just heard a shotgun blast. I'm running Start moving. upstairs
1: towards it. Yep, moving in that direction, upstairs.
0: Both of you look at each other and begin sprinting upstairs as fast as you can. Both of you roll athletics.
1: Ooh, ooh, critical success. I hope that just, just wastes my critical success. But there it is, critical success, 11 out of 30.
2: Ryan also succeeded, but not critically.
0: like you take the steps about five at a time until you reach the top. And you look to your left, look to your right, and there is that hind end with these multi-articulated calloused limbs Flailing about, forcing some shaggy, ruddy bulk that just stinks of death through the master bedroom door. Does it have? your sanity.
1: Does it have a butthole?
0: Two butthole sanity. out of no. I just fail. go ahead and roll a 1d10 for me, please. All right. That's Three. See a tail. All right. You see no butthole. Does it have balls? Chris? You're going to have to perform some sort of medical examination at some point, but now is probably not the time. So what you're telling me is they are not visible. Uh, not from your vantage point. Okay, so Relic, this is some sort of terrible bulk. It should not be. It's, it's not a bear. It's not an animal you've seen before. It's something wrong.
1: I'm just reviewing Relic's motivations, and in this moment, he is going to fire his gun at it.
0: Okay. You stop at the head of the stairs, you turn, your eyes go wide, and you fire. That is correct. Success. 54. Well your damage, please.
1: Hey, hey, hey. It's alright. Sometimes I do okay. Uh, oh, nope, no. Sorry. let see here. Oh! 14. Max. Nice. 12 plus 2. What a
0: rare thing to have. Relic coming through again. Well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> the large caliper rifle explodes with a flash. You see... Part of the callous, cancerous growths on its hind end crush and, and crack underneath the trauma that you've just caused it with this this massive high caliber bullet. Viscous red liquid begins pouring out of this uh, this wound, and you hear you hear it sounds like a very loud bellow, one of pain, coming from the inside of the master bedroom. Ryan, you see this happen as you join him on the head of the stairs. You turn to what he's aiming at. Would you like to follow suit or do something else?
2: I would also like to fire at it. If I have time, for it. I would like to aim. You know what? No, I'm just going to fire. I'm just going to fire. <sighs> I succeeded. Roll your damage. 12. Almost a good job. Very good job. I'll take it. Very yeah. good job. It's not Out bad. of curiosity, uh, Chris. Would you describe this red viscous liquid as
0: icker? It's like a thick blood it's just falling very slowly in dripping mm. drooping gouts mm. i just like when we call things icar blood of the gods icarus so romeo's gonna go fuck and cock the shotgun it is it a pump shotgun i'm sorry i didn't even take the it's semi-automatic it's semi-automatic okay so he's gonna pull the trigger again nothing happens then he's gonna switch to the medium pistol it bites after you pulling its its girth through this this small door frame and you hear it bellow and bellow again in pain as what was going to be a well aimed snap of its massive toothy jaws turns into this this long howl Ryan Rillick, its body is starting to disappear from view as more and more of it goes through into the master bedroom but it's still quite visible to you in fact, you could step closer if you wanted. It's up to you.
2: Ryan is going to get closer. Just try to ensure a hit as readily as possible. You know, not safe-ish distance. Well, all you but
0: can see close. in that doorframe still is like one half of a muscular calloused leg. Okay, then I'm, I'm going to run it's like It's shaggy, the door. calloused backside. I'm
2: going to run towards the door close enough that I can really, I don't know, like 3 feet sure. from the door. You so you can only really see it in the room basically.
0: It's still it's still poking out of the door. It's just sure. more of it went through the door. Yeah. yeah. I'm just getting closer. So you as cannot I see I in the room. Getting closer as I shoot. Yes. Succeed. What your damage? 6. You fire this one embeds in part of that thick calloused part of its muscular leg. You don't even see any blood, but you still hear it bellowing. Bellow-y. I'll yell to Relic,
1: aim higher. Don't hit the legs. Relic's going to move up next to Ryan so that there's. So Ryan's not, you know, anywhere between him and the, the not yeti. And.
2: Uh, <laughs> Critical fail proofing your stance. Yeah, I, I understand what you're doing.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> smart. Smart. Uh-huh. Smart.
1: <laughs> That's correct
0: although i've rolled a couple it, already so i should be okay but yeah you, you know you haven't i'm just going to tell you, you haven't critical fail proof jack shit. so <laughs> good good luck with your little plan <laughs> if
1: i roll a critical fail ha- have fun
0: <laughs> i will destroy you yes
1: <laughs> so yeah he, he's going to move into position and take a, and shoot again success 60 out of 70. roll your damage
0: uh seven you fire again and it continually bellows. Red ichor just begins pouring out of the backside of it. You actually see part of the large callus hind end open up and you see guts begin to slop out into large amorphous shapes onto the carpet. Romeo, you have one one last chance to do something cool. What would you like to do? <laughs> uh, so as I said, the uh, last one he's pulling out is pist- the medium pistol firing at the head of the creature. You are so close to it right now that you it's bellowing and it's moving around. It's all you can really see. So yeah, it's gonna be real hard to miss this thing. All right, success. 54, 75. Two. As you fire into the shaggy fetid scruff of this bellowing creature, it rears back and stabs its twisted black slimy horn into your chest. Feel a terrible burning sensation. And you watch as thick, dark material begins to spill forth from the horn and into your new wound. Your hand instinctively grasps the horn as it has pierced the right side of your chest. The pain is excruciating. Go. Oh. Relic Ryan. Play it back, baby. You guys gonna fire? F- if you if F- you'd like fire. to you go ahead and roll. Rolling. Yeah. Roll
2: oh no, arms. Ryan failed. Mm-hmm. What then, Chris? Do I not roll damage? Do not roll damage. Am I not close enough to have a a plus
1: twenty? Well, even if I did it, do,
0: do you want? Yeah. Never exactly. mind.
1: Never mind, Chris. Twelve damage, right in the look, man. You didn't describe a butthole, so I'm making one. All right, <laughs> let's keep shooting. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Nice. <laughs>
0: nice, Good lord.
2: Organs famously come out of buttholes. <laughs> 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 Ugh.
0: Is that good content? No. <laughs> is that good? You fire it's, it's again, almost point blank. Both of you fire into this thing's gaping wound as you just, you don't see anything else happen except for this more viscous blood splatter all over your chests and faces. You hear the thing bellow and start now whining and keening. The sound is deep, but it's obviously the sound of an animal in pain. Romeo, you look down as you hold this black twisted horn that has entered the right side of your body, and you look into this thing's one eye that you can see, your other hand shaking with your pistol, and you see some level, again, of of intelligence. feel like it's pleading with you for mercy. Uh, Romeo's gonna curl his lip in disgust and point the gun right at that eye and pull the trigger. Yeah. Roll your your, uh, damage, please. Three. You see the muzzle flash and the bullet smashes through the thing's eye into its skull as it goes limp, its bulk slamming against the carpeted floor of the the master bedroom. There's a quick thought in your head as the horn also violently rips out of your side, the pain you barely feel because the elation of killing a god is all that fills your mind now. Ryan, Romeo, you're in a helicopter. Romeo is in the back. He's lying down. It's a bit pale. Did your best to patch him up. Case officer, Baxter, is flying you back to the Bangor International Airport. It took him a while to get all that gasoline up to the Bruxton house, but felt really good watching that thing burn to the ground. The morphine that uh, Romeo was riding high on didn't hurt either. But you peer back into the Things that just happened to you, the events that you just endured. And you wonder, what was that thing? Who the hell was Colin Manning? And what did the poor Bruxton family do to deserve the grisly fates that befell them? Baxter turns to you. So, uh, no hide nor hair of uh, of Tiffany, huh? Fuck you, Brian. Romeo remembers this in his half in, half out, morphine, addled mind. Okay, well, um, I guess uh just put in my report that uh yeah, she's uh unrecoverable. Okay. A- anything else I can I can send up the line that might be of help to a <clears throat> to a, to a like a future group, a, a future team?
2: Frozen limbs are a good sign that there's a giant ass monster around that can eventually die but probably not very easily and best left to just bomb the general area if possible, otherwise, yeah, high caliber guns. Thanks, Brandon.
0: Oh, no, no thanks to you, thank, thank, thanks to you,
1: he says. S- sounds like your case officer or your handler already knew or had an idea of what was happening here. If you scrambled us out, I don't think there's much we'll be able to
0: add. 10-4, I, I, I hear you. Brandon, okay. aim, aim for the mm-hmm. butt. He nods to himself. Seems like he's committing that to memory. And that, my friends, is the end of Operation Cold Snap for Cell R. Hell yeah.
1: Oh snap. Dude, oh, we got snap. I think we got real lucky. Yep. We real we caught caught that thing in a door frame. A good, <laughs> thing, good thing it plays with its food.
0: Yeah. And and I wonder what's gonna happen to Romeo now. <laughs> <laughs>